This is Dialogue, a podcast from an American Mosaic. We're uh, just getting through the holidays uh, with COVID and about to start a new year. And this uh, seemed like a good time to uh, reflect a little bit on the past and and think about the future. This time of year, I always like to uh, listen to good stories. And I found one from a past episode from uh, two and a half, almost three years ago. I think what was special to me about this is uh, it kind of identifies uh, markers as we go through life. And uh, talking about uh, dreams, childhood dreams, uh, kind of our roots and backgrounds, and uh, some of the things that we do as we're growing up and uh, become adults. I think there's uh, a bit of uh, wisdom in here as well. I appreciate your listening and uh, ask you if you would uh, please subscribe if you like this podcast and uh, in the series. And uh, by the way, there are many uh, podcasts, uh, some of the very early ones are excellent. And they're not necessarily dated because it's a lot of just uh, people uh, telling stories about their lives and places. So uh, here's my uh, conversation with uh, Doug. As I'm traveling talking to people, sometimes I run into somebody that has a lot of really good stories to tell. I had a conversation with a a fisherman retired named Doug in the Pacific Northwest. And the uh, Pacific Northwest was uh, around the Seattle area. Seattle was always known for uh, seafood and an area of, of fishing and then on up into Alaska. And uh, this is where uh, Doug did a lot of his fishing and spent a lot of time. And I always love listening to stories. I think uh, it gives us an idea of where we've been and uh, perhaps a window on the future. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fascinating. I guess I, you know, whether it was... Uh... Leonard, which is the name of the double end troller. Actually, I, so I, that's where I started on Leonard double end troller built in 22 out in Aberdeen with my dad. And then in 84, that's when I bought it from him and then took it up to Alaska and fished it for several seasons up there in southeast Alaska between Dixon Entrance and Coronation Island. When I started fishing with dad, we were living on a little farm up in the Wishkaw Valley, out in Grace Harbor, and so it was pretty. It was idyllic childhood. Um, half a mile behind the house was a was a trout stream full of native cutthroat trout, and so in the fall and the winter and the spring, my brother and I, the neighbor kids, we'd go back there catching uh, native cutthroat trout, hiking, peeling bark. So there was. I loved being on the land but then when started fishing with dad there was something about being on the water and the ocean and and there was so this was back in the era of of uh, some some boats had radar all we had on leonard was a compass a fathometer and a radio direction finder we didn't have loran we didn't have radar and that was pretty much state-of-the-art for everybody and I can still hear the radio beeps from up on Vancouver Island. I believe it was Carmana Point. They had a series of dots and dashes, and that was in the fog. You know, you could tell it was for... So everything, as long as you had your compass, you knew it was inshore of you. You wouldn't know if you had to go 
northeast or southeast to get to where you were going, but you would null in on that, and so that would that was the the state of the art of that as far as navigation. And that was just part of it. I, I, would, I, would, I would hear these beeps up there, never really visualized what was going on up there as far as the land, but I knew there was there was something up there called Vancouver Island with this with this stuff. And, and then years later, I, I ended up up there on my little sailboat and uh, spent a whole summer up there. It just blew me away in Barkley Sound, Clackwood Sound. And... and uh, so I guess as far as as far as a dream, it just kind of kept you, you kind of learn a little bit more, hear a little bit more. It started out with there again when I was a kid in Wishkaw Valley, um, the old farmhouse that we actually moved into next door to the place we started living in. The people had a whole stack of Alaska Sportsmen's, and they had these incredible articles. And one was a excerpt from the book called The Maggie Murphy, which was two guys. <laughs> two kids out of high school in uh, maybe the 30s put together an old boat and went to Alaska trolling oh man I started reading that and so that's when I'm fishing with dad and hearing his stories about Alaska and boy things start kind of gelling so and then it starts and then like you know it's just a thread that goes any number of directions any any type of boat whether it's fishing had a little sailboat for 10 years, sailed it twice to Alaska, spent the whole summer up there just sailing, looking, beachcombing, uh, then got Leonard, fished it in Alaska. So talk about dreams, I guess, boy, you can get a little idea in your head, and, and uh, if you really want to, you know, follow through with it, it takes a little doing, and, you know, like everything, but you keep keep doing it, and, and then that opens up a whole other avenue, and off you go history i guess that's something i don't know as i get older it's kind of fun to to realize that whatever not yeah most of this stuff you know like the the old saying that we stand on the shoulders of giants and uh, to to recognize what how we how we got where we're at here and and it's nice to see parts of it still preserved something in in some way that uh it connects us. It's a it's a it's a kind of a connection. Whether it's a uh, you know I guess a connection. Boy, there's a there's an interesting word that how we're how we're connected to whatever it is we're doing for whatever reason. And um, I don't know if we're if we're losing a little bit of that. It seems to me like maybe we are, but I, I don't you know as far as in the in this computer age where everything is so instant. And you can sit there, and it's pretty amazing. You can you can you can bring it up, and you are connected. But it's not a connection. It's a it's a connection, but it's a it's a it's a whole different one. Now, now whether or not you know how it plays out, boy, it's like all this. You know, who would who would have dreamed that? Well, the people back in, in like in Blakely Harbor with the big old sawmill there and those big old. Sailing schooners, um, lumber ships—that's all gone. And okay, you know, and, and that and that's part of how things happen. But it, whether it's it's just nice. It's hard to explain sometimes to have a, a, a connection or feel it, and uh, and 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 how that happens. Whether it's through a uh, historic museum or or just people, people that we meet. Uh, 
it was like Dave Eulen, who was resident here on, on Eagle Harbor for a number of years, and his incredible talent with tools and uh, doing things with his hands, with levers, with pulleys. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that because that's stuff that I kind of I kind of like myself. I'm not not even close to his level of expertise, but it was nice to be able to listen to him, watch some of the stuff he did, and it's a, it was a connection that I'll I'll take with myself for a long time. And um, and he 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 interacted with a lot of people, so hopefully that little connection. It's it's like. When they took us tree planting in the eighth grade, when I was in Miller Junior High in Aberdeen, I can still remember we're up on the West Fork of the Hump Tulips. <laughs> and I, maybe it was because we got out of school for the day and got to go outside, but I still remember being up in the woods there, planting a tree or two, and then uh, in that same thing, when when Dad took my brother and I, he he liked to hunt elk up in that same area up in the West Fork of the, of the Hump, the Donkey Creek and uh, Chester Creek and we camped overnight now it's called the uh, I think it's called the Campbell Tree Tree Grove it's up there there was a shelter there just a split cedar shelter it was called the Campbell Mine Shelter way back when there was a Campbell Mine up there all we had for firewood was left over from people splitting shakes up there but uh to this day, the smell of cedar burning, it, it takes me back you know, 60 years, I guess, somewhere 55, 60 years when we were back up there as kids camping overnight with Dad in that little shack. And the, so connections, oh, my goodness. And so hopefully, uh, you know, I know we've kind of some of our actions as human beings are screwing up parts of the earth, but that's why it's... You know, it's important that we, we take care of our home here, you know, and and hand it down to the next generation so that they can see whether it was clean water or fish in the water or air to breathe, because that's all stuff that I took for granted and still take for granted. And, and you know, we hope it's still here for future generations and uh, great connection. That's it for this episode of Dialogue from an American Mosaic. Thanks for listening. If you uh, like this series, please subscribe. <laughs>